As human beings, our communication skills um, leave a lot to be desired. I've never worked in an organization where there wasn't some type of miscommunication going almost every day. Let's face it, marriages are good, but they still have a lot of miscommunication in them. So why wouldn't lesser relationships have a lot of miscommunication in them also? It's one of our human problems. And so many of our human hurts come from these miscommunications. Because of these miscommunications, Jesus teaches us something today. Who is the offended party? It's the offended party that has to reconcile things. That's why I didn't think we'd like that too much. Why should I do it? It's his fault. But it's not. How many times have you deliberately, deliberately hurt somebody? Usually we hurt somebody an accident. We don't even know we did it. Loose lips, a joke too far, whatever it is, we probably did something by accident, not meaning to hurt, so we're not going to remember. But the offended party is going to remember, and they're going to carry it along for a while, if not forever, unless they get reconciliation. That's why Jesus tells us, we're not mind readers, you, the offended party, needs to bring this up to the, to the person who offended you. We must understand something as people. We have all offended people. And I bet you you're probably thinking, how did I offend somebody? Well, you probably did. You have in your life. You've offended somebody. Not on purpose, but by, like I said, carrying a joke too far maybe. Whatever it is. We have offended people, and we have been offended, and we carry grudges. Mostly, like I said, it's not even on our radar that we offended someone, because I didn't intend to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that to that person. So we have one of three options of things that can happen when we do this kind of things. One, we can bury our feelings. We can bury the feelings and do nothing, of course. Burying feelings is always going to leave a little something in the tank here. We're going to remember. It's hard. As humans, we cannot store up too much negativity, otherwise it'll come out like a volcano and explode after time. Even into resentment, even into the hate. Number two, we can seek revenge. It's not the great option either one Jesus would not call for, because it leads to escalation. And the other person wondering, what did I do to you? And then that harbors. Or we can do three, as Jesus states today. The offended party makes it known to the offender. As the offended party, we cannot presume the other person knows we're even hurt. That's the tragedy of the situation. How many times do you walk around and say hi to this person and you're carrying a grudge? They wouldn't even know why. We're the same way. Who's mad at you? And you don't even know why. Obviously, miscommunication is the problem there. As followers of Jesus, are we big enough? Are we big enough to understand that we may have been the one and we continue the misunderstanding by 
not even acknowledging that the person's hurt, because we don't know they're hurt. That's why it's the offended party that has to go to the other one and say, you know what, I'm hurt because of what you did, and this is what you did. Most of us would have our jaws drop, I think. We've done something. We've hurt people in the past, and they're still carrying a grudge against us. I know I do. I have a sarcastic kind of a sense of humor. I probably hurt a lot of people in my life, and I don't know it. I didn't know it. I've stopped that. I've tried to stop that because I know it hurts. How many people are, that's a priest? You've got to be kidding me. Lots of people probably. All of us have hurt people in our past. And we want to know if we've hurt people in our past. So we can apologize, make things right. But it's up to that person to tell us, look, I, 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 this is what you did to me. And it still hurts. Most of us would just, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And if you heard that from somebody that you're carrying a grudge against, wouldn't that make you feel like a million bucks? That they apologize and they feel bad for what they have done. I think Jesus, in his wisdom, knew this. Knew this about the human being. To hear those words, I'm so sorry I hurt you. Most would acknowledge their fault. Some more callous would take a little time. I can't believe they were offended by that. I didn't mean anything by it. Hopefully, we don't have to bring others into the discussion like the church, the rare case. Jesus talks about the church getting involved. We should know if we've done something wrong. And as good people, we want to know if we've done something wrong so we can apologize. If nothing works, then Jesus says, treat them like tax collectors. And we have to see, how did Jesus treat tax collectors? Well, he invited Matthew, a disciple, to be one of his closest friends and followers. How about Zacchaeus? Do you remember that name? He crawled up the tree to see Jesus. He just wanted to see him. And Jesus said, Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. I need to be at dinner tonight at your house. That's how Jesus treated tax collectors. Gentiles, us, treated us pretty darn good, dying for us. So anger, resentment, revenge, it does nothing for us. Has it ever worked out for you? Is anyone a happier person for doing that? In the end, Jesus is about forgiveness and reconciliation. We only hurt ourselves when we do not forgive. And Jesus gives us the recipe for reconciliation.